This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Or should I say, greetings, Earthbound Travelers. It's Monday. That means it's time for In Search of Heroes. This is the conclusion to the hearth, heart, and key arc, where we see if Genevieve finds their freedom, or if they have to uh, use Boomerzerig to explode the lycanthropes. Only time will tell. But before that, we got some housekeeping to do. I know you're having some technical issues, Alice, so I got you on this one. First and foremost, we are for mature audiences. Your discretion is advised. Secondly, we do not encourage the use of nicotine products such as vaping. Just because some of us do doesn't mean you should. We want you to be happy and healthy. Do as we say, not as we do. We love you. And Locke. Hi, gamers. I'm Locke Clark. And I'm going to take a moment and talk to you about our musicians. I shouldn't say that. That's wrong. Musician. Because you see, our poor, unfortunate music pod is not working right now. And we're working on that tech gremlin as best we can. But until we can manage to get that fixed, we'll have to make do without the music making the highs high and the lows low. But you still get our theme song, which was written by our very own, very talented... Patrick Taylor. Thanks, Peculiar Patrick. Yay, Patrick. (laughs) All right, Patrick. This program was made possible by contributions to our Patreon from viewers like you. Thank you. Should you like to contribute to our Patreon, please visit patreon.com forward slash W-O-T dice. There you will find more content, such as After the Rolls, a show where we talk about the current season of shows premiering on the Will of the Dice Twitch channel. We also have monthly merchandise drawings for our subscribers. Awesome. If you can hear the dog in the background, I do apologize. He's being unruly sorts, like Locke, and I can't get him to do anything. Not like that. So, uh, yeah. We normally would do introductions at this time, but we're waiting for Alice to sort their tech gremlins. So why don't we go ahead and do our, our sponsor, our partnership. Ah, uh, yes. Hi, gamers. It's me again. Still uh, Clark. Still here. Still talking to you about our partners in this endeavor. And tonight, our partner is uh, uh, NordVPN. Sorry, I was completely unprepared for this. NordVPN. They make military-grade encryption for all your devices. Uh, They keep you safe and protected from malware and spyware and hackers and make sure your information doesn't get out there into the darker parts of the web. And if it does get out there, then they take care of that shit for you because they're good like that. Also, they protect you when you're out in public. If you're at the local coffee shop using the public wiffies and uh, you don't want to be found 
by potential hackers. Well, you can just use their private servers and appear to be anywhere in the world, and the hackers won't be able to find you because you're not virtually there on that WIFI network. And while you're doing that, that means that if you're looking at things that are uh, geolocked, you can appear to be in the country that those things are in, and then the geolock opens right up for you and says, hey, oh no, you're you're actually in the UK. Yes, you can view this site. Like, you can go to Netflix in the UK, and you can use your Netflix password to log in over there and see what's what's on the Netflix in the UK. They have different things. You can find damn near anything by going to a different country. All of the movies everywhere are available somewhere. So, um, go uh, go check that out. Also, if you know you're worried about it not being what you want it to be, you can uh, you can get your money back if you don't like it. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So go try it out. To do that, you're going to go through our website, twillatice.com, and click on the link there to let Nord know you came from us because you want them to know you came from us because that makes us look cool. Awesome. So we're going to go ahead and get started. I know Alice is still waiting, and we're sorry, Alice. Uh, when Alice joins, they will be the voice of Karana. They can give you all that information once they're... Uh, issues resolved. Locke, kick us off with the intros. Do the thing. I've never gotten to be first. Hi, gamers! Me again. Are you tired of me yet? I'm Locke Clark, and um, tonight I will be playing Jorvik Bramblebeard. Jorvik is a he-him. I am also a he-him. Uh, Jorvik is a four-foot... I'm trying to remember. Hold on, it's on my sheet. Four foot seven dwarf who is a barbarian of the path of the giant, and when he gets angry, he gets real, real big. Um, Jorvik is just a lovable himbo who goes along to get along, um, and just wants those friends to be happy as we look for these heroes that are seem to be very elusive. And you can find me on the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hello, everyone. It's me, Patrick, a he they playing Genevieve. A she they warlock. Uh, she's a skeleton that's six foot tall and has a pact with a lich and is dying to get out of it. <laughs> no, but seriously, she wants to be uh, at peace finally after being a servant of the darkness. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Peculiar Patrick. Hi, yes, it's the same. Since tonight I'm the voice of Ira. Um... Ira is a four-and-a-half-foot-tall Dwergar. She's got kind of like the grayish stone skin, white hair. It's in a braid down to her waist. Uh, she's always wearing her fun guys. And now they actually do stuff because they've got true sight at least once a day. But even before that, she'd always swear they helped her find the best mushrooms. We just have to find out if she survives this fall or not. And you can find me on Twitter at LollyGFIPO. Hey everybody, this is Christina, she, her, playing Keto, also she, her. Uh, Keto's the 5'11 sea elf that really doesn't want to be a hero, but is trying to do her best to be a good knight. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Tia Schooler or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. And I'm Dan, the player of Boomerzerig. Uh, both he, him, a uh, short little green goblin. One half of his face was uh, exploded at one point, so it's kind of eh, not so great. And his head is also not so great. So, yep. Anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ravenous Dan. 
And my tip gremlins are fixed. Yay! Yay! Hi everyone, I'm Alice, the voice of Karana, the pink tiefling ranger who keeps her identity hidden through means of clothing. And uh, she was feeling great about everything that happened with her figuring out how to actually get the crystal to not do the things it was doing. But now she's worried about Ira, and you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Captain Cuppy Cake. And you can find me on Twitter at tier underscore the underscore DM or Blue Sky tier the DM. Uh, occasionally I post my glorious hair pics there, so you want to go make sure you follow. Uh, all right. Any last requests? Too bad. Tonight we pick up where we left off. The party had found the heart and the key to the hearth. They were making their way back across the rope to join the party when Ira fell. Ira, you are hopefully prepared for this. But don't worry. It'll be okay. <laughs> Rainbows, unicorns, puppies. Sure. <laughs> this, my friends, is where we would continue our story. And where we determine... Have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Darkness surrounds you. You hear wind rushing by as you feel yourself falling. There is no light, but with your dark vision, you can see to a distance, and there is no end in sight yet. What would you like to do, Ira? Um, she's going to try to wild shape. Okay, what are you wild shaping into? Into a bat. And a bat you become. You are level eight, so you have access to winged creatures. Yep. Um, okay. Do, 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 do. Yep. And then she's going to, you know, once she becomes a bat, it's going to be that moment of like, I imagine they're going to be falling for just a second until she kind of like adjusts to flying like a bat and then she'll fly back up. Y'all will see a bat fly up out of the hole. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, she'll she'll fly over and, and land wherever is clear where somebody isn't standing and then she'll she'll drop wild shape. Oh, good. oh goodness. Oh, thank you goodness. Have been scared. Uh, Oh, I thought you were gone forever. Oh my goodness. I forgot to be back for a minute. It occurs to me, why didn't you do that earlier? It's still kind of, you know, new. You know, I only just started getting druid powers here since traveling with you lot. So yeah, I, I didn't think about it. And plus it's limited. I can only do it so many times before needing the rest, so it seems better sometimes to hold it. But no, I, I didn't think about it before. You know, it's amazing what happens when you've fallen and you can't see the bottom or the top. It's just a whole lot of wind rushing around you. Because there was no end that I could see. Oh, well, um, I suppose I should get back over where you all are, then, um, 
So I am going to attempt to jump back over. Athletics, if you please. Athletics, even if I don't, please. Uh, that is a natural 19 plus 7, 26. You make it. Speaking of arrest, I hate to be the one, but if I'm going to use my magics again, I'm going to need at least an hour of rest. I can tell you right now, I need way more than an hour of rest. All right, well, we're on the clock. We're, um, Dauntless is up there, you know, doing his best to hold the fort, so we need to... Well. Unless Dauntless is going to turn me into looking like Genevieve, um, I, something's got to give. Well, I mean, I'm not opposed to taking an hour. Um, well, I uh, could uh, frankly do with a little rest myself. Maybe we should um do that um at the hearth, just in case. Yeah. That'll work. That. That's fine, but hold on just a second. She's gonna uh, touch Pedo, cast a fourth level Cure Wounds. Thank you. Uh, 21 points of healing back. And she'll also re she'll also walk over and, and just kind of pat Karana on the arm. Another fourth level Cure Wounds. For 19 points of healing. Anybody else hurt enough that they need some healing? Oh, I'll be fine. A little rest will do it. And with I... your green companion, I think a rest at the hearth will be very helpful for myself. Well, I think we can all do it at least an hour. Well, let's get to it then. No floor gaggins. Mind the gaps in the floor. Oh, yeah. The gaps have returned. There is no fallen floor. Okay. And the statues have reconstructed. Okay, um, let's get out of here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't like this place at all. It'll take you all about an hour to get out of this area and back to the hearth. You will be delighted to know there are no tentacles waiting when you open the chest, Boomerzerig. Oh, good. Good. Do you descend? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. As you all descend, this time the hearth is lit. There are braziers in the four corners. You see a pile of bones littering the top left corner of the room. You see the crystal that is the hearth glowing. And an altar to either side. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Sorry, your face exploded. 
Corona's going to pick a non-bone corner to just sit down and rest in. All right, northeast, southeast, southwest, which one? She'll take southeast. What are the rest of you doing? Genevieve will sit in front of the crystal. Kato will take southwest corner. Well, Where's Rick? Well, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, going to sit down, like, kind of right beside one of the altars. Yeah, uh, rest of my back up, back up against the altar. Ira? Ira's not too concerned about the bones. She's just going to sit somewhere and um, kind of, you know, uh, assume a lotus, the, the lotus crisscross, you know, lotus position, crisscross applesauce, and she's got her spore staff. She's holding it right in front of her, and if anybody's close enough, she's whispering softly, and the... Some of the different mushrooms and spores on her staff will glow at different times that normally don't. She's just kind of taking a little bit of time in this short rest to commune with her ancestors. All right. Jorvik? Uh, Jorvik's going to be by the stairs. He'll just sit down dead center looking up the stairs and put his... Uh, his hammer across his legs. You sit and rest. You take an hour. You may avail yourself of a short rest and use hit die to reestablish your hit points. While you all do that, I want to say hi to Lanta, who's in the audience. Hi, Lanta, we love hi, you. Lanta, and thank you for bless you. Everyone, please let me know when you are concluded with your resting. Thank you, I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. Genevieve? B, and I cannot stress this off, Oh. <laughs> Keto? Yeah. All right. Sorry, I didn't say it loud enough, I guess. Apologize. I'm having a bad tinnitus day, so I may ask people to repeat themselves more than once. <clears throat> you are rested. Time marching forward as time does. The crystal pulsing. Yeah. 
the chains still binding it to hold its energy within. You know that you have the heart and the key. What is it that you wish to do with these items? All right, well, um, now we, we put the doodads in the thingy, right? Karana's going to examine the altars to see if there's anything to indicate which one goes on which altar. Give me an investigation check. Nope. That's a five. No, there's nothing. Oh, uh, can I identify if one of the altars is um, Dwarven make versus Dwergar make? They are Elven made. Oh, um, it's weird. It needs, like, some statues, what was guarding the crystal back there. Elves. And these altars are both elven made. I thought this whole place was built by dwarves and dwergar, though. I think that was just the keep. Maybe. But they are part of the keep. That is true. But, but elves have always been known for having a way with magic. Some of the some of the more well known Swords and such have come from elven hands. So maybe that's why. Of course, well, I'm not I the know. best one to ask. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish your statement. I'm not the best one to ask because I don't know much about it, but I just know I still don't completely trust this plan. But here we are. Well, I'm not one to disparage Claude's work, but... But I've never seen an elven blade that was the match to a dwarven made one. Not to say their work is shoddy, but well, that's not what I'm saying. There doesn't seem to be any indication on either altar about what goes where. And try it out! Put the things on the things! And see what happens! <laughs> Perhaps I should have a look? And Genevieve will walk over to the altars. If there's any writing, she reads all writing, so. All right, go ahead and give me an investigation check. You got it. That's a 20. The altars say, with the heart upon the eastern altar, the key can unlock the chains. Beware the soul that joins the hearth, for they will never be the same. Uh, and Genevieve will repeat that out loud. All right, so heart on the east. Who's got the heart? Yeah. I have the uh, heroes get both. I... She'll pull them out of the bag of holding. 
as they come out of the bag of holding, they will begin to pulse in unison with the hearth, that heart-shaped ruby. Yet, mm, mm. The lights will lower, affecting even your dark vision for those that you have it. As shadow seems to engulf the room, light seeming to be afraid to penetrate the darkness. This is interesting. Yeah. Put the thing on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Boomer, it says you're never going to be the same. Are you okay with that? I thought Genevieve was going to be the one. Oh. I thought they were saying, like, Boomer was unleashing power or something. I don't know. It I think it's whoever put the thing on the thing. Well, somebody put the thing on the thing. I think it's whoever turns the key. Ow. And I suppose that's me. Yeah, I go for it. Okay. Era will What's hand doing? To, Era will hand the key to Genevieve, and she'll walk over to the east altar. Sorry, I was As trying to write walk- notes. It's okay. As as you walk towards the East Walter, the heart will begin to pulse quicker. Vroom, vroom, until it is no longer pulsing, but is glowing a soft ember of emerald. As you place it on the altar, the altar lowers. It separates, and the heart is drawn within. The chains that you all have seen flicker in and out of existence between here and the ethereal plane will become solid, and a lock will appear in the center. <laughs> and he will tell you about NordVPN. Uh, and... uh, Genevieve will. Uh, with the key in one hand and uh, her other hand outstretched, she will unlock, put the key into the lock and turn it so that it unlocks. Vines of energy wrap around Genevieve suddenly, pulling them against the ruby. As the chains fall away, you can feel your power begin to heighten when you hear words in your mind. Those who control the hearth can change the world. Those that are controlled consume. You must resist the golden sylph. The rest of you will hear the sound of coins falling on concrete as a pile of gold appears out of nowhere beginning to swirl as if dancing on unseen fingers of breeze. The coins begin to take on a bipedal feature. The coins melting away to liquid gold, forming the body of this creature that is floating. Its face twisted in anger as it screeches. I need everyone to please roll initiative and join me in Albert Rodeo.
Now, there is a mechanic I must explain before we get into combat. This is particularly for you, Patrick. You will have an undisclosed amount of turns that you must resist the call of the hearth in order to master its power. So for your actions, you will be forced to make checks while your friends attempt to defend you from the slif removing you from the hearth. Ooh. With that being said, Boom Erzerig, initiative. Ah, uh, 16. Keto. 15. I'm sorry. 13. Ira. 19. Genevieve. Five. Uh, Jorvik. 22. And Karana. I'll do you one better, Locke. 23. Well, I rolled a nat 20 on my initiative. Same. <laughs> I'm not real dexterous, though. I didn't have to roll with advantage either. I have advantage, but my first roll was a 20. I'm like, well, it's not getting better than that. So This creature will moan as spikes begin to radiate from its form. Long, angular weapons of destruction. And Karana, you're up first. All righty. <clears throat> Let me do a quick little measurement. Okay. Karana's going to pull out her bow. And we are going to attack. Alrighty. That's a 22 to hit. That will hit. E4 damage. Will we do it again? That's even better. That's a 25. That will hit. Still only four damage. All right. Two arrows. They passed through the creature, but it twists in such a way that you can tell that it felt pain. That will bring up, if that's your completion of your turn. Yep. That'll bring up Jorvik. So this thing is molten gold? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to try and grapple it then, which was on my list of things. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to activate my rage and get big. And then... Um, I am going to use um, Instinctive pout, Pounce, which means that as part of activating my Rage, I can uh, move uh, up to half my movement speed, Okay, uh, which would be 17 feet approximately. 
so that gets me to there, and then I'm going to take my regular move uh, and put myself in front of the hearth and Genevieve. Uh, okay. And uh, also, as part of my bonus action, I am activating Elemental Cleaver, um, and I am going to choose... Um, I don't think fire would work. I'm not sure about electricity, so uh, I'm going to go with thunder damage. Okay. And then I'm going to hurl my uh, dwarven thrower at it a couple of times. All right. Uh, the first shot is a 19. That will hit. And that will do... Uh, so that is 10, 14, and 7 is 21 points of thunder damage. Second attack uh, is much less good and probably not going to hit. 15? 15. 15 will not hit. All right. It separates, allowing your hammer to fall, fly through and then return to your hand. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Hira, you're up. Okay. Um, we're going to play it safe. Uh, we're going to use Chill Touch. Okay. 18 to hit. 18 will hit. So that's 14 points of necrotic damage. Alrighty. And that's it there. screams in pain. Is that your turn, Era? That's it. All right, Boomer. Oh, man. Is Boomer smart enough or... Or with it enough? No, no, he's not. He's just he's it's just gonna boomer's just gonna do boomer things until until boomer things don't work. So therefore, I'm going to cast pulse minute meteors, meteor storm swirl around me, and I will throw two meteors at it. It has to make a DC 17 dexterity saving throw. Take two d6 fire damage. Twice. It passes both. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let me see. It, I, I, it might be half damage. Let me see. Uh, yes, half damage on a fail saving throw. So it might be taking no damage. I don't know. We'll see. Um, the first one is a whole three damage. Uh, and the second one is a whole six damage. Yeah. I have to ask, Boomer, was that a leveled spell? It was. Yes, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. So let's uh, let's see what happens here. Uh, we, uh, we rolled a 14, so no chaos ensuing. Um, but, uh, that yeah. does move you up to nine. It does. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, I have myself a 10. I don't know if you've calculated the, um, uh, 
what's it called? Uh, um, trans, tra uh, polymorph. Polymorph. So I think I'm at 10. I have Chaos you at 9. Chaos ensued with, the, with the polymorph. Did it? Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, you, you were spitting pink oh. bubbles. You're right. You're right. Okay. I'm sorry. I forgot. Okay. Okay, so. Right. Okay. Cool. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, yep. So chaos does not ensue, and uh, th does it does it seem to take any damage whatsoever from meteors? <laughs> it took some damage. Yes. Oh, okay. Good. 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 Okay. Wasn't a complete waste of my turn. Good. All right, Keto. Okay. Um, Keto is going to. I I forgot to measure it though. Okay. Uh, Keto's going to move 30 feet north. She's about parallel with Ira. And then she's going to cast Blur on herself. Mm. Okay. Please read what Blur does for the audience. Sure. Um, your body becomes blurred, shifting and wavering to all who can see you. For the duration, and it's up to a minute with concentration, any creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against you. Um, an attacker that is immune to this uh, attacker is immune to this effect if they don't rely on sight, um, as with blind sight, or if they can see through illusions, as with true sight. Okay, is that your turn? That is my turn. All right, Genevieve. Yes. You will be making a concentration check as if you were holding a concentration spell. Okay, so that's constitution? Yes. All right, constitution check. Or no, so that'd be a constitution save then, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Double checking. That's a five. Okay, that is one failure. You feel yourself starting to be lulled into the hearth. The creature screeches, a howling, ear-splitting screech, and flies towards Keto. As it flies towards you, Keto, your sword begins to warm. Now, attacks against you have disadvantage. Seven will not hit. Nope, nope. Eight will probably not hit. Nope, nope. Nine. I'm just going right up the chain. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> And that's 11. Nope, still doesn't hit. All hey, right. you skipped one that time. Yep. That'll bring us back to Karana. All right. Same as before. Two shots. Well, actually, she's going to take a little bit of movement first because Yorvik and Ira are a little in her way. So she will move about 25 feet northward 
to get a more clear shot on it. And then attack twice. That's a tw dirty 20. Dirty 20 will hit. Still only four damage. What the fuck? Why is this D8 only rolling ones? I can't put it in timeout. It's digital. 21. 21 will hit. I just had to talk bad to it. 11 damage. <laughs> it likes it rough. What can you say? Is Apparently, that your turn, Karana? That is her turn. Jorvik. You're muted, Jorvik. Right you are. Okay. Uh, I'm on the wrong thing. There we go. Uh, bonus action. I have anything I need to do with that? Uh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna... Um, I think Jorvik uh, sort of mockingly imitates the way the thing screamed and then throws his hammer again. Okay. Uh, that And you know what? I'm going to make it reckless. That was a 16. It's probably going to hit anyway, but I'm still going to make these reckless attacks. So we'll roll a second time. That is not better. Uh, so that is going to be a uh, 26 to hit. That'll hit. And that will do... Um, that was the wrong die. That one. Uh, there we go. Um, eight and five is 13, plus two is 15, plus four is uh, 19, plus seven is 26 points of thunder damage. Already? Second attack. That is a five. That is a 12. 22 to hit. That'll hit. And that is 10, 12, 15, and seven is 22 points of thunder damage. Okay. That's my turn. All right, Ira. All right. Um, first things first. Gonna take a little bit of movement. Um, get out of everybody's way. Just gonna move about mm, fifteen feet to the west, and she's going straight that direction so that she doesn't, she won't be crossing anybody's path. So she's still about. That still leaves her about ten foot out out from the sliff. Um, bonus action, going to cast my um, fourth level Guardian of Nature. I'm going to take the Great Tree form. Okay. Um, that means I get 10 temporary hit points. I make constitution saving throws with advantage. My dexterity and wisdom based attack rolls with advantage. And while you're on the ground, the ground within 15 feet of you is difficult terrain for your enemies. So only for the sliff, nobody else. Okay. Is the difficult terrain. And then we're just going to use my cantrip chill touch again. Okay. So. Um, 21 to hit. 21 hits. Okay. 
that will be nine points of necrotic damage. All right. The energy blasting forth, turning cold as it leaves your hands, blasting into the creature, some of the swirling, slowing as it growls and screeches in anger. That will bring up Boomerzerig. First off, we will use a bonus action to uh, throw two more meteors. So DC 17, dexterity saving throw. That is a fail. That is a fail. Okay, so it takes five damage from the first one and six damage from the second one. And then that was my bonus action. Uh, and not actually casting a spell even. Uh, so, and then so far in my regular action, um, but Mary will go ahead and throw a ray of frost. Um, yeah. Uh, this is a cantrip. So it is a 23 to hit. That'll hit. And we are going to deal eight points of cold damage. Uh, and, uh, its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. All right. Uh, and that is Boomerzerig's turn. Oh, I probably had to move a little bit. To, let's let's move up a little bit, just because I think I probably needed two to be able to see it. Really. All right. That was Boomer Keto. There we go. Okay. Um, since it's in her face, Keto's just going to try to hit it with the uh, magical cutlass. Um, does an 18 hit? 18 hits. Okay. I need everyone but Keto to earmuff. Keto, as you hit, the form wavers, and you see the twisted, perverted form of a sea elf inside the gold, looking at you with eyes of pure hatred. Okay. May I bring the others back? Yeah. Okay, and that was um, eight points of damage. All right. Um, Keto is going to yip a little bit and uh, swing back the other way with the cutlass. Uh, but that may not hit. That's only a 15. That will not hit. Uh, Using the angular spikes that come off of its body, it parries your blow. All right. That, uh, that's her turn. All right, Genevieve, another check, please. Okay, here we go. That's a 12. What would be a memory or a motivator that would keep Genevieve from giving in to the hearth? Uh, her, the day she escaped from the lich, the, the day that she woke up with the idea that today's the day I'm leaving this despicable layer of this vile undead creature. All right. I need everyone to please make an intelligence saving throw as the creature lets out another 
loud screech. This one, you can actually see the echoing waves of sound as they blast your mental capacities. Um, is this to be charmed or stunned? No. Okay. All right. We will start with Boomerzerig. Six. 29 points of uh, psychic damage. Ow. Keto. 13. 29 points of psychic damage. Oi. And is Blur a concentration spell? Yeah. You will need to make a concentration check 14 or higher. So Roll I stopped being blurred. Uh, You're right. I also need to make a concentration check for my main meteors. Okay, go ahead and do that. Uh, um, uh, I can't remember what she said. I said uh, oh, I got I I rolled an 18. Okay, you're good. Ira. 25. 14 points of psychic damage. Genevieve. Three. 29 points of psychic damage. Jorvik. 13. 29 points of psychic damage. Karana. Seven. 29 points of psychic damage. And that will bring us back to Karana. That hurts, so she's a little bit more motivated. We're going to shoot it again. Oh, that was almost an at 20, 24. That'll hit. Eight points of dip piercing damage. Second shot. That's an 11. That will miss. That is her turn. Jorvik. All right, Jorvik is going to take a um, ten-foot step, placing himself more directly between the Sylph and Genevieve. So he moves slightly south and west, and um, then having heard the scream that it made, when it got hit with the uh, the cold spell from Ira, uh, Jorvik laughs and goes, ooh, somebody doesn't like it when it's cold, and taps his hammer, the butt end of the hammer on the ground, and the hammer goes from vibrating with thunder energy to being covered in frost, and then he takes and chucks that at the creature uh, two times. Uh, that's a 19... And that's a 14. So 19 plus 10. These are reckless attacks, by the way. Okay. For the record. Um, 29 to hit, I assume, hits. Um, so that will be uh, 8 plus 3, 5 is 13. Um, and 4 is 19. And 7 is um, 26 points of frost damage. 
cold damage. And then um, second attack, that's a 14, and that's a 4. So we'll take the 14, which will be a 24 to hit. Yep. And that will be for, oh, not, not nearly as good, but um, 10, 12, 17 points of cold. All right. That's my turn. Ira. Okay. Um, <laughs> yep. We're going to cast um, third level Wither and Bloom. Okay. Uh, so that is a a con save for you. That is a dirty 20. Ah, you passed it. You needed a 16. So that means you're going to take half damage. Um, and also, uh, Keto gets to roll two of their hit dice and add eight to it for healing. So you take six points of necrotic damage. How does it die? Um, yeah, the, the Wither and Bloom hits and just like starting at their base on up through, it's almost like any, any living energy is just sucked out. They just turn from being molten gold to cold metal and fall over. Coins fall on the floor as the Sif is laying to rest. We're going straight to Genevieve. Make your check, Genevieve. Ooh. I got here. Da, da, da. That's a two. And make another check, Genevieve. That's a nine. Genevieve, you are consumed by the hearth. It's power crackling through you. You can hear every thought of every individual on every plane of existence. You can feel the very magic that created time and space. Now, I need everyone but Genevieve to earmuff. This is a blessing and a curse for Genevieve. Genevieve, you know your quest comes to an end. Your freedom found as you are taken by the hearth. But you can have one of two actions at this point. You can follow your path and do remove curse on the lichens, or you can destroy the lich. Um, she's going to feel the universe and everything around it there. 
magic will surge through her, the bones cracking, and I, I've I above table. I'm picking that she's gonna remove curse. Uh, the, okay, but can we narrate it so that everybody hears it before she like turns to dust and incinerates? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 I'll bring everybody back. Uh, so Genevieve will look back at all of you turning around, feeling the consumption of the hearth. And uh, as she crackles and is alive with energy, her eye sockets just aflame with magic. The bones you can see in her hands are starting to like individually crack and magic is starting to pierce out of them. And uh, she's just going to raise her hand. And she goes, if there's any, if there's any one thing I can say that I've done, it's this. And she's going to snap her fingers and cast, uh, remove curse on all the lichens. There is a great march storming towards Keep Gregorian. Where bear, where oxen, where fox, where wolf. The clans of the great northern lycanthropes had joined together. And as they run, feeling the power of their supernatural curse feeding them, they feel no tire. They know no relent. And then they're cold. They are naked, alone in their thoughts as 250 lycanthrope are instantly cured. And with that, Genevieve, you will slip into the hearth, which will destroy your mortal form and send your soul to the ever after. What does paradise look like for Genevieve? Um, she is an elf. Again, she looks like her elven form. Um, she sees just a field of golden grass and a feeling of peace. Finally at peace and never and uh, does not feel as if she has chains around her that could pull her back from wherever she's at. She doesn't feel that anymore. She She feels... Like she could finally lay down and rest after the centuries of servitude. And this is where we're going to take our break. We're going to take 10-ish minutes to get our beverages, choice our snickety snacks, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. And we're back. Thanks so much for hanging out while we got our beverages of choice and our snickety snacks. I had some cereal and it was boy howdy good. <laughs> uh, before the break, Genevieve had attempted to gain the power of the hearth, had been consumed, but in her death had freed lichen souls. 
from the lycanthropy that held them. Now I gotta do a bunch of rolling after this to see if they survive making it back to their camp. Right, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So, Genevieve is gone. You all are standing there in the room of the hearth. You will hear a clink on the floor as the key falls, no longer glowing. The heart will appear and turn to dust. Well, I guess we don't have to worry about taking that back to him. Yeah, I guess that was a one-dime deal, huh? Oh, wow. Huh. Okay, Ke then. Uh, Keto's going to take... Gonna... Oh, go ahead. Keto's going to take the end of her cutlass and move it through the, like, coins and stuff that were the sylph. Just checking. It's coins. Dauntless has a lot more to explain. And, um... Should we take those? Yeah, they're gold. I feel like that these bad idea. Uh, yeah. They were uh, gold, they might as well. That used to be something that was trying to attack us. It's not attacking us it now. It used to be someone. Was this someone? I don't know. It, it was someone. Oh, I don't. It just seemed like some kind of demony thing to me. But uh. no, I I saw through it for a little bit. It was it was someone. Oh. Hmm. Let's just bring him the key. Yeah, Jorvik is going to pick up the key. It turns to ash in Jorvik's hand. Ooh, um, or not. What? Um, look, I, I don't mean to be insensitive, but where I come from, when you, when you take down an animal, you make sure to respectfully use all the bits. That's um, fine if and, you want to touch it. They look like they had been like mutated and demented. So if you want to take what's probably a cursed object, go for it. I mean, our people are the same, but we also leave that that looks cursed and that looks that looks to be cursed. But you and Boomer do whatever it is. But you know, uh, no. I don't know. What do you think, Booms? Well, got my gold. I don't know if we need any more curses. Curses are pretty bad. I don't like being cursed. So, if it's cursed, I mean, maybe I don't want anything cursed. You're a magic-y type person. Yeah, but I don't got a wibbly-wobble. If I don't have the wibbly-wobble, if I had the wibbly-wobble, I could do it. But I don't have that. I didn't realize you blew that up too, Boomer. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the things in 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 the stash back home. It it it, it exploded. Uh, it it exploded with the rest of of the magical items. Yeah. So, unfortunately, can't can't uncursify it. Um, no, but I mean, can you look at it and tell if it's still magics or? Uh, no, no, can't do that either. Mm -mm, no, 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 no. Still got the magic defining rod. Need one of them. Ooh. Seems a waste just leaving it all there, is all I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well! Keto's, I was like, Keto's gonna misty step away from the pile of coins. 
and then walk up the stairs. I walk towards the stairs to walk up them. Genevieve is in a better place. I hope, I hope Genevieve is okay out there somewhere. Um, Are, aren't they back in there? He points to the hearth. Yeah, inside the hearth. They got sucked inside and then it disintegrated it. Well, I mean, is that... I guess that's a better place if you want to be dead. Did they, did they want to be dead? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. I guess yeah. then they're in the right place then. Good. Sounds good to me. Okay. Good on you, Genevieve, for completing your quest. Okay, onward. So, just so I understand, you all do not take the gold. Uh, no. Not taking the gold is cursified. Uh, uh, I mean, Jorvik was still looking at it, so... <laughs> Norvik, don't take the girl. It's crucified. All right, fine. We'll leave okay, good. As you walk up the steps and exit the chest, a bottom appears in the chest, the magical path to the hearth, relocated to somewhere new. 10,500 uncursed gold gone. What did I say? All right. I didn't stop you from grabbing it. I just said I wasn't grabbing it. Yeah. yeah Karana but... was just not going to take it herself. She didn't want, uh, she didn't feel right paying anything with gold that used to be a person. <laughs> The, the problem with taking it, and Jorvik probably would have still taken it, but trying to carry 10,000 gold without yeah. Ira being cooperative and letting us put it in the bag of holding, unrealistic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Which is why Jorvik listened. <laughs> oh, in our minds, it was crucified, so we're okay. Anyhow, onward. Um, the players Jorvik know, but the characters don't. Jorvik knows. He knows. <laughs> His soul, he knows. As you... One moment. Jorvik's dwarf senses were tingling with that gold. Damn right they were. <laughs> Eris is a different kind of, you know, uh, superstitious about that kind of thing. You don't take, you, you know, the whole, like she said before and other, other times, you don't take from the dead. The dead are the best people to take from. They don't complain about it. Unless they come back. Yeah, they're always a bit squishier when they come back. It's easy. So, you will find Sergeant Dauntless speaking with a figure cloaked and hooded. Sergeant! Uh, all of the, uh, all of the, um, I... Pretty sure all of the uh, the wear peoples have been uncursified, so I think we're good here. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Then allow me to introduce you to Lord Akatosh, one of the <laughs> heroes of the Sword of Hope. Oh, thank fucking God! Are you really one of the heroes? Patrick, would you like to describe what they see? 
Uh, yeah. If he's if since he's all robed up, it's uh a black robe with a black hood. Uh, he's stand. He's like six foot ten. Uh, he's got gold scales. Uh, he's got there. You can kind of see. Not exactly, but there's scales missing on his neck. Um, and yeah, he's just got the piercing eyes of a dragonborn. I don't know. I don't know. We, we got to inspect this further. Uh, Boomerzeri kind of just hops up on him and starts trying to like rip at the scales that are kind of not there. It's like, this hey, is a mask, right? This got to be a mask. Get the yeah, fuck off of me. And he just takes with one hand, just scoops you up. And plops you back down on the ground. Okay, maybe does, it's not a mask. Does this look like the Akatosh we would have seen at Sort of Hope before he left? Yes. Okay. All right. I, I had to make sure it wasn't a mask. You could have been masking us or something. I don't know. You, we we met some people that weren't necessarily okay. Legit. But 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 Tashi did not look anything like this. I yeah. I'm sorry. Who knows? Who the f- who? Um, Dallas, who are these people? <laughs> they are from Sort of Hope. They have made their way looking for you. Apparently there was a lottery held to find you and your friends. We were the big winners! We won! Finding you guys. And you're looking for us because... Um, because we won the lottery! Nobody had heard from you. They wanted to make sure you were still alive. And with the war and all, and all the refugees pouring into the town, the town felt like they needed their heroes back to protect the city from the incursions of dwarves and of Dwergar and Drow that were ravaging the land. No offense, Ira. And, and and so, of course, always you know a random lottery for random uh, refugees to come do this is the best method ever. Exactly. What Keto said. Mm-hmm. And then, like, on our way here, we, um, one of the towns we stopped in, they told us that um, they knew where you were, and then when we found you, he says that with big air quotes, um, it turned out to be a group of people masquerading as you and your friends. Um, and they unfortunately all somehow died. Yeah, we killed them. Mm-hmm. Got it. We had to kill. Wait, I, uh, I, they... I give Boomer a little kick. Right, right. Uh, they died from their own um, doings. Uh, anyhow, uh, we just wanted to make sure you didn't also need to die from your own doings. So you know, it's not a mask. So we're, we're pretty sure it's you. Uh, so that's good. However, where are the rest of you? Where are the rest of the heroes? Busy. Doing hero Is... things. That's that's suspicious. So are you the least heroy? Because I get that we are totally not heroes, but people keep trying to call us heroes. And do you know, like townspeople will think anything is a hero. It's really crazy. Uh, a boomerang gets real close. We're heroes. <laughs> I mean, you killed one undead pirate captain. We yeah. killed a lot more than one undead pirate captain. I mean, exactly. Like, really. We killed like a mayor. We killed an undead captain. We killed Bob. some Bob. other hero. Uh, we killed Bob. We killed Bob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bob was a. Dick we, blew a we blew up. We blew up a a um 
a watchtower thing. Yeah, a lighthouse. Yeah, we got most of burnt it down, sort of. But you know, I'll, I'll go with the blowing. Anyhow, um, we did a lot of things. And so he many wrote things. So many cannons and no cannonballs. So many cannons just, and no like, cannonballs. Yeah. And have you ever carted a cart full of like just loose blasting powder? Not well, yeah, in anything. Just loose. Because that, that makes sense, right? Uh, so Is that your first time doing that? When you put your... it in bags, they didn't put it in bags. They just gave us the cart. It started raining. Yeah. We had to do something. It sounds like you've all been through a lot. He will, like, as he says a lot, he just, like, looks over at Sergeant Thomas. Thomas um, gives a knowing nod. They have weathered quite the storm. And that's not even counting all the trouble with the lake. And the slings. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. And the herder. Yeah, don't get me started on that. Well, well, while they're talking, Ira had been standing there, and, and she's just had, like, you know, the pained parent face, and has been, like, pinching the bridge of her nose. That ain't saying anything. She's just gonna go over and sit down. Oh, you know, like, the giant mushrooms and the little fey animals with suits? Those were pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Corona is almost eaten by a big lizard thingy. Uh, yeah. Corona's in the same boat as Ira. She she's just exasperated. Mm. Well, and Ira oh. looks utterly exhausted, so she just sits down and she's just like, just lets them talk. Yeah, there was the guy with the bow too. The guy with the bow. He almost he kidnapped me. You guys had to save me, and then we had to kill him too. So. Oh, the one where you were hanging upside down. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got saved. Yeah, it was great. That was real, real heroic and epic right there. See, heroes, heroic epic. You saved me. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't remember any the, of that. With the ra raccoon? You is saved. that what it was called, Era? And the bear right. with their toes. And the toes. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, the raccoon. Those were the ruins. That's not a big deal. We all, we all talk about the raccoon and the oh, bear. Right. She and was cute. She was very cute. I liked her a lot. Okay, again, so you're this sort of hope. The city that my group and I helped found mm -hmm. uh, held a lottery, mm -hmm. and you lot were the people sent to find us because the sort of hope needs us? Yeah. Well, sorry to say kind of everywhere needs us so i guess we'll put it on the list of things to do i'm glad you found me i'll put it to the rest of the heroes it luckily it seems like you're not busy i can give off that illusion i suppose yeah so let's go back to this one of hope and uh tell them we 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 come accomplished our our mission okay. right so one, we're going to need proof that we found you because they're not going to believe us. And two, is there a message you want us to give them? How about you write a letter? Then they know it's from you, right? Just come back with us, right? Yes. Yeah, you're, you're going to come with us. If I may, I believe the problem we were discussing about your upcoming travels and leaving this area without protector has been resolved no wait we can't protect him he's the hero we'll no not him dark endor wait you're you're leaving shark endor 
Like I said, dark hero and, stuff. Dark and what? The continent we are on. Oh, goblins have a different name for it. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I thought he said there was a shark in the door, and I was about to look for it. Uh, they got weird names for these continents. Akatosh, is there a way that you can send a message to the people in Sword of Hope? I mean, y'all could travel back there and say that you found me and no, say that we're no, doing no, well. No, no. Boomer! Boomer yeah. is our leader! Uh-huh, yeah, I'm the leader! Yep. Soak mm -hmm. that in! Soak that in! Okay? Yeah. They're gonna need proof that we found you. We didn't decide on Boomer being our leader and... Oh, no, that was decided long ago! I've been the leader for, like... Half the time, at least. Yeah, okay. So, Tosh, you're coming with us, and uh, we're gonna deliver you back to I, deliver you back to sort of hope. I really, <laughs> oh, I is, really can't do that. Is there a trinket you have on you that you don't oh, have yeah. vital to saving world? He literally looks to, looks down, starts patting himself down, looks to the. Giant battle axe that is like kind of leaning next to him. It's like I don't carry much on me. Well, you have um... a necklace. <laughs> he looks. At, he looks at Sergeant Dauntless and holds. Puts where his hand where the necklace would be and just gives him a look of like, "Come on, don't, <laughs> don't wrap me out." And we can take a hand. You'll grow that back. It's okay. You're a loser person. We, yeah, yeah. I'm... That's not how that works. Boomer. I thought they grew back tails, not... not hands. Oh, tail. We and I'm not a lizard person. Well, you got scales. Just, do you think all things that have scales are lizard people? Small green huh? thing. I mean, you're uh -huh. green. That doesn't make you grass. Well, you know, sometimes goblins, you know... We like some grass. Unless these are the ones that are going to protect the land. Do you have a better idea? Wait, don't, no, 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 Our mission's over. Our mission's over. We had to find the heroes, hero, whatever. It counts. Oh, wait a minute. You just said heroes. We only found one of the heroes, so we found a hero. We need to put the S on the end of that. Look to each other. No. no. Akatosh will get the biggest grin on his face and look at Dauntless. You're right. You haven't found all of the heroes. It looks like you'll have to find the rest of them. Well, hmm. you're going to have to come with us until we find the rest of them, because we have oh. to have all of them. Oh, but that's not how it works, little green thing. How does it work? Well, you see, it's kind of like checking off a checklist. You found me. Now... You have to find the rest of them. We're all doing hero things, so... You are leaving the continent. Are, are the rest of them even on this continent still? Oh, darn. Look at the time. Things to do. People to save. At this point, uh, Korana is going to stop with her exasperated posture. Her head is going to snap up, and she is going to quickly march to Akatosh and grab him by the front of his clothes. You are not leaving until you at least give us a hint. Your hint is... 
something bigger than you could ever possibly imagine is happening. And the only way it's going to stop, and the only way that you're going to get out of this, is through it. That doesn't tell us where any of the rest of you are. See, this is why we're not heroes. We don't do the riddle rhyme speak thing. May I be comes blunt? practice. Oh yeah, please do! A blunt object is just what we need so we can knock Akatosh out so we can take him with us. Yorvik, hmm? uh, look... <laughs> You're muted, Locke. Unmute, lock. Unmute, damn it, there we go. Yorvik uh, looks at his hammer and, and, and gestures to it, like, is this not enough for you people? What's wrong with my blunt object? Keep in mind, his <laughs> hammer is almost as tall as he is. <laughs> Are you, is it, well, get, do you get, have get, loved ones? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I do have a loved one. I love, I, I love Jorvik. I mean, he's my friend. He's my bestest friend in the world. Do you want your loved ones to die horrible, painful, long-suffering deaths? Preferably. No. Then return to the Sword of Hope. Tell them you found the hero and that you are charged to stand in their stead. Let the heroes do what they need to do. And you can work to affect change now, as Lucius and his ilk try to take over the world. Um, uh, all right, all right. That, that you know, as much as I'm against the idea that we're actually heroes, I will say that this plan means I don't have to go back to breaking people's knees, and I didn't like that job much anyway. So I'm happy for that. Foot. And I turn to Akatosh. Uh, Mr. Lord High and Heroe Akatosh, um, would, would you please at least give us a letter? Write something. Anything. I don't care. Just something we can give to the town elders so that they know we, we did actually do the thing. Corona still holding on to his front will also add. And by letter, we mean more than just a letter. Don't write a large singular letter yeah, on a page and say that's yours. Man. We, we need proof that it's not like the, the, the Tushy and all of those people. Really. There was a dwarf with his hair, with his beard up on top of his head and little, little poof balls. It was the weirdest thing, man. Okay, I'll dictate something to you quickly. No, it needs to be in your hand so they know it's you. I've never written a letter to them. I don't enter. I, the most that I helped was build a couple buildings and maybe help Wrong cook plans food. At the buildings. I don't know. There's got to be something. Just dictate. Right, just take this down. Right, Can he bleed on it or something? Who's got pen and papers? Oh, do I got pen and paper? I don't Go ahead. To look at Dauntless, like you got a whole office, you gotta have pen and paper. Dear happy, dear happy peasant people, it's me, your boy, Akatosh. The heroes and I, you know, the ones that you carved a statue out of and it's in the middle of your town, we're do busy doing hero things. We're sorry to hear about all of the things that are happening there. And so we institute a 
temporary hero status of the following people, and then write down whatever all y'all's names are. I didn't really catch it, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm about to travel through time, so it's not really going to matter to me. Okay, okay. Before you go traveling through time and not mattering to you anyhow, uh, uh, big thing here, um, uh, I know you're illiterate, and that's okay. Now, only about, like, you know, 2% of the population can actually write anyhow. So just give us, like, a, a claw print, you know, just to be like, you know, something, you know. Here, I got some ink. I'm going to dump ink on your hand. Yeah, there you go. Your hand's all ink now. Just put some <laughs> claw print right there on the paper. Mm-hmm. With his inky claw print, he just puts it right onto your forehead. Like, right onto your face. Okay, well, I guess there. I'm not washing for a while. I guess my face is, uh, the, uh... Ira's just gonna... Right? Ira's gonna walk over... Ira's gonna walk over with the paper that she wrote that down on and just kind of take it and roll it across Boomer's face. There. Good idea. That was good. Good idea. I like that. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now go wash your face. And then she's going to roll up that paper with the letter written on it and put it in the bag I'm of holding. Own pits. Okay, I'm fine. Boomer's here goes finds a, uh, a horse chuff to wash his face in. It is very cold, but you find one. Oh, good. That's <laughs> cold. That's cold. Well, it was so nice to meet you. Yeah, oh, heroic yeah. one. Yeah, real great to meet the next next generation of heroes, the ones that definitely, definitely want to be them. Yeah. Go try not to die, or or do whatever. Wait, I, I got a, well, I got, I got a question, if I might. Um, did when when you started? Did did you want? Hero. When I started, did I want to be a hero? Well, I when I started doing this, I was almost a completely different person. So the perspective I have now is a little different than when I started. When I started, everything was kind of, a, what would you say, puppies, rainbows, and unicorns? And slowly but surely has turned uh, much more jaded and hardened. But, you know, y'all seem to be holding it together. You bought off a group of, what is it, pirate, zombie pirates, undead pirates. You killed a guy named yep. Bob, and you stopped the slander of my group of heroes, which, like, we don't yeah. really do a lot of uh, you, you personal relations. To get oh, in wow. the city. And taxes to leave the city. And taxes for everything. Well, yeah. Definitely get those people right out of there. Like, that's not our bag, but... It sounds like y'all are on your way to getting, hopefully, not where I'm at, being jaded. But, you know, right heroes. I told you guys, we're heroes! <laughs> Even the heroes said we're heroes! <laughs> or you're at least heroic. Corona's is finally heroic. going to, like, let go of Tosh with, like, a little bit, like, kind of that, a little bit of a shove if she lets go, but, like, not trying to push him over. Well, if being jaded is a measure of being a hero, I guess I've been one my whole life. Oh, yeah, Korra is the most heroic of all of us, if that's it. 
Does, does that make me the least heroic? No, well, I think Boomer is the least heroic. What? But I'm the only one that takes for heroes! Maybe that's yeah, why. Yeah, but you're definitely not jaded, Booms. Right. True, true. So I gotta get more. So Boomer's rig needs to be more jaded. Got it. Okay. Jaded Boomer's rig, activate. <laughs> How does that work? It's gonna work or not, but okay. We're gonna try. I will be traveling back south. I leave the keep to you. What? May it be no, no. your bastion. Ooh, um. You want a keep now? Question. Oh, Going back to the Sword of Hope. You'll be back. This is a uh, Sword of Hope Annex. I don't. Uh, um. Uh, all right. Uh, quick, quick question. Um. Actually, two quick questions. Um. First, if we're in charge of this place now, then um. Uh. What was with the guy made of gold? I have no idea what you're talking about. By the hearth, there was a man. And all the elf stuff. He, he, the man, he was a sea elf. But what was with all the elf stuff? Because it was supposed to be dwarves and dwergar. And then there was like elf stuff everywhere. I have no idea. Statues, writings. Yeah, all elven. And, and then, yeah, there was a guy who made entirely a gold coins when attacked us. Um, while we were... Well, Genevieve was using the hearth, and and we 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 destroyed him, and he turned back into gold coins, and then we we didn't collect them because we thought they might be cursed. But I I wasn't really convinced of that. But then we left them all down there, and then the the chest is now just a chest, and I'm kind of really sad about it. Where is Genevieve? Part of the hearth. <laughs> she got oh. a happy ending. Well, why don't you sleep on it? Me and Akatars have preparations to make. You will find food prepared for you and the best rooms in the keep. No, no, no. We heard that one before. We got locked in. We are not sending you to that wing. We are sending you to the master's wing. As I, uh, I am. Just we really gotta clean the place. I'm sure you can hire hirelings. That's a lot of money. That's that's expensive. It's a lot to take care of. You know this whole this whole place here. It's a lot to take care of. How are we gonna do that? You can refuse it if you wish. Very far from the sea. I don't know about receivers in it, but uh... that that brings me to my second question. What is the fastest way to get back to Sword of Hope from here? The teleportarium. No, I'm the sorry, what? the who? What? The teleportarium. The room in the bastion that allows you to teleport to different places in Runescasha. And is oh. it going to make us all wibbly-wobbly, make us all, like, uh, Dispersed into a million pieces. Uh, what's what? Uh, do, do we get a training in it before you decide to go south? Of course. 
Well, all right then. All right, sounds good to us. I don't think Sword of Hope has one of those. It doesn't need one. But then it would take us forever to get back here. We might not ever make it back even. Well, that's up to you all. Hey, we'll talk about this yeah. tomorrow. We should actually get some stuff. Karate, I'm trying, but you're really good at this dated thing. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be a good of here of you as you. This is this is real hard to be the date be dated. You're so good at it. Oh man. Karana's just gonna go back inside. She's 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 exhausted mentally from all of this. And it's cold outside. You said there's food. Just whatever. Take us to the food. You know, you don't have to do this. You can go back. You found your hero. You did your quest. But can you ignore the danger that's coming? Uh, good question. Karana, can we ignore danger? How is it? How do you do you ignore danger when you're dated? How does that work? She's just keep walking. She's she's going through the door. She can no longer hear Boomer. Um, I need to learn. One to shirk from danger. So let's let's go get a nice meal and we'll all feel better. And then we'll get some sleep. And we can talk about this in the mornings. Okay, okay, We're good all idea. right in the noggins. Well, except maybe Boomer. Boomer's never quite right in the noggins, but that's just the way he is. Uh, yeah. So we and unfortunately, I'm going to have to call it for tonight. This kidney stone is oh. moving. Oh. So thankfully, it's moving, but... That's good. Yeah. This will also give you all a week to think about how you want to proceed. You don't have to go back and be heroes. You don't even have to go back. We can deliver the letter by teleportarium, guys. But for now, we're going to take a moment, remind people who we are, where they can find us, and we're going to get out of here. Hi everyone, I'm Alice, the voice of the jaded Karana, and you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Cap and Cuppy Cake. Uh, hi gamers, I continue to be Lot Clark, and I have been Jorvik Bramblebeard, and uh, you can find me on the social medias at Lock Unruly, that's Lock with an H. Hello everyone, it's me, Patrick, the voice of Jedeviv, and very briefly, Akatosh. You can find me on Twitter at Peculiar Patrick. Hi, yes, this is Ames. I was the voice of Ira, very exhausted Ira at this point. And you can find me on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi, everybody. This is Christina, the voice of the very disillusioned Sir Keto. And you can find me on Twitter at TiaMorskaSchooler or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. I'm Dan, the voice of Boom Merzig. On Twitter at Having a Sad. And you can find me on Twitter at Tier underscore the underscore DM. Or on Blue Scott, Tear the DM. Remember to love one another. 
Remember that love and inclusion are the torches that light a path to a better tomorrow. Come join us and be your torch bearers. And until next time, live a life to make yourself proud. We love you guys.